0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 58. Today, we're going to be taking a look at a PragerU video. It's, it's so, the video that we're going to be taking a look at today is called How Gender Ideology Threatens Core Freedoms in K-12 through Schools. So without any further ado, let's just dive straight into the video.
1: What are you willing to do to keep a job you love? Work overtime? Add 30 minutes to your commute? Wherever you draw the line, I hope we can all agree that no one should be willing to lie to a child in order to stay on the payroll, and especially not when those lies can do real damage to school-aged children. That might not strike you as all that controversial, but it has real-world implications in Loudoun County, Virginia. My name is Monica Gill. In my quarter century of teaching, I've taught students from a wide variety of ethnic and socioeconomic backgrounds, and I treasure my students. Over the years, I have developed good relationships with my students to understand their individual personalities, strengths, and aspirations, and to help equip them to realize their true potential. But in 2021, the Loudoun County School Board presented teachers like me with an impossible choice. In order to keep our livelihoods, we would be forced to lie to students about the most fundamental points of biological reality. Despite the enormous number of genuine concerns expressed by parents and teachers, which came from across political spectrums, the board adopted Policy 8040. The policy forces teachers, staff, and even students to call girls boys and boys girls solely based on another student's stated gender identity.
0: So before we go on, I think we should first figure out what is policy 8040. So this is from wowdennow.com and it says rights of transgender and gender expansive students. Loudoun County Public Schools is committed to providing an equitable, safe, and inclusive learning environment for all students. All students shall be treated with dignity and respect regardless of their sex, sexual orientation, transgender status, or gender gender identity slash expression. LCPS is committed to supporting students' privacy and providing equal educational opportunities, including access to LCPS programs, activities, and facilities. LCPS staff shall allow gender-expansive or transgender students to use their chosen name and gender pronouns that reflect their gender identity, without any substantiating evidence, regardless of the name and gender recorded in the student's permanent educational record, school staff shall, at the request of a student or parent/legal guardian, when using a name or pronoun to address the student, or to address the student, use the name and pronoun that connect- that correspond to their gender identity. The use of gender-neutral pronouns are appropriate, inadvertent slips in the use of names or pronouns may occur. However, staff or students who intentionally and persistently refuse to respect a student's gender identity by using the wrong name and gender pronoun are in violation of this policy. LCPS Policy 8350, Student Activities, states that interscholastic, co-curricular, and extracurricular activities are part of the educational program and are subject to school supervision and regulation. All students are expected to display good sportsmanship in competitive activities, whether they are participants or spectators, and they shall conduct themselves in a manner demonstrating respect for persons and property. LCPS staff shall allow gender-expansive and transgender students to participate in such activities in a manner consistent with the student's gender identity.
1: Even more alarming, school regulations also allow staff and teachers to cut parents out of the equation entirely, concealing the fact that children as young as kindergarten are identifying as the opposite sex during school hours.
0: So honestly, if anything, this is literally just meant to protect the students because... Some parents at home, if they find out that their kid is queer or gender non-conforming, that can lead to physical harm and abuse or psychological abuse from the guardian to the kid. And ultimately, you don't want that because your main priority is to protect the students, right? Well, sometimes by concealing it, that is the best way to protect the student.
1: There are no exceptions no middle ground, no opportunity to compromise for the sake of conscience. Under 80-40, you can only work at Loudoun County Public Schools if you agree to become a mouthpiece for the reigning ideology.
0: Or, you know, they're just going to hire people that aren't going to make students feel like shit. Also, quick side note, there is no such thing as the transgender ideology.
1: I have taught many transgender-identifying students over the years.
0: Kind of a really small note, but I really, really fucking love how she can't even say transgender students. Like, she has to say transgender identifying students? Because, you know, being trans is a choice, right?
1: I've seen their real pain and discomfort with their physical bodies. I've also seen them simultaneously face many other conditions, including depression, eating disorders, and anxiety.
0: Hmm. Some of which stems from not being called the correct name, the correct pronouns, and overall just people denying their identity.
1: But the board mandates what is known as social transitioning for every student who identifies as the opposite sex. Social transitioning is a form of psychiatric treatment, transforming the way students and teachers interact to affirm the student's asserted gender identity. So the policy demands that we participate In what is essentially a treatment plan, without providing for any mental health assessment, let alone a diagnosis of gender dysphoria.
0: So basically what I get from this is that she thinks being trans is a disease.
1: That doesn't serve a child's best interests. In fact, there's very good reason to believe it would steer them away from getting other help they really need. Research shows that when kids who grapple with gender dysphoria are allowed to go through puberty, the vast majority will come to accept their biological sex.
0: But it might help them figure out that they are indeed cisgender or whether they are transgender. So regardless of the end result, why not let them go through it so they can figure it out themselves?
1: Those who go through social transition often go on to puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and surgery, all of which have irreversible physical and mental impacts that may cause a lifetime of regret.
0: First off, detransitioning is rare. Second, we've been over this. Beauty blockers are not permanent and they do not cause irreversible damage. We've gone over this so many times.
1: The Loudoun County School Board has willfully ignored the rising evidence of these regrets and the irreversible damage suffered by people who have detransitioned. The board's one-size-fits-all policy only increases the likelihood of such harms. And for me, that is truly heartbreaking. I've loved and cherished every student I have ever taught over the years. But my duty to be honest and to always act in my students' best interests means I can't always do or say everything they ask. That's why even though I call my transgender identifying students by the name they choose, I can't use pronouns that are inconsistent with their sex.
0: Fuck you then. If you can't if you can use their preferred name, you can use their fucking preferred pronouns.
1: That would be affirming that a boy is a girl or vice versa. And that's just not true. The most loving thing we can do is to speak to others in words that are accurate and true. The board's new rule keeps me from doing what I have always done, deal in love and honesty with every student that crosses the threshold into my classroom. So with the help of Alliance Defending Freedom, two fellow teachers and I filed a lawsuit challenging this unconstitutional edict. I'm not a lawyer, but I do know that it's always harmful for government officials to force citizens to say things they believe are wrong. And I'm not a doctor, but even I know you can't prescribe a treatment before diagnosing a condition. While I am concerned about my constitutionally protected freedom, as all Americans should be, I am far more concerned about what's best for my students And for the sake of these kids, I want to see an end to this destructive policy. And so should you.
0: Well, I'm going to wrap the episode up here. So as always, it's, well, you know, full of bullshit because Alliance Defending Freedom is very transphobic and conservative. But as always, if you enjoyed my episode, please rate my podcast. Please follow it. Please share it. And until next week, Ray out.